Hey there, it's Danika with the Danika Explains It All podcast, and you're listening to episode three. That feels so good to say. Um, last week, I rolled out episode 2.0, and that was after literally a four-year hiatus from the podcast realm. I had been sticking to just blog posts, and I just want to say the response has been overwhelming. I'm super grateful. You guys have been sending me some DMs on Instagram. I got a few Apple reviews and ratings, and I want to keep that energy going, so please Please leave me a review or rating on Apple Podcasts so more listeners like you can see my podcast. I want to thank you guys in advance, but without further ado, let's roll into episode three. So, oh my gosh, um, I am so excited this week. I'm in such great spirits. I want to jump in and just give you guys an update on what's going on from last week to this week. And if you're following me on Instagram, then you already know that I have two very important MVPs in the crib right now. Um, and that would be my bonus babies, RJ and Viv. Um, we picked them up last Friday and this is actually their first time seeing our new house and the response that we got from them was priceless like it felt so good to see how happy they were to just be in a new space and to have their own rooms and their own bathroom and like things that we've been envisioning and wanting to do for our family since Reggie and I started dating so it feels good that you know we got married in October to put things in motion and, and give them the things that we want them to have and just get their feedback and get that appreciation because I feel like that's like something that kids don't really like even Reggie said like that it felt so good to hear them be excited about it because when he was a kid he didn't care where he was at but yeah that that has got me in great spirits um so yeah they are home for the summer we get them every summer and spring break except when coronavirus is going on we didn't get them this year for spring break so it's long overdue to have them in the crib and we're so excited um in addition to that i also am in the navy reserves so i had drill this weekend and um i've been drilling virtually and i went ahead and had to pt on zoom it felt so silly i've been having to wear my uniform to get on these zoom conference calls and keep my camera on like i've never been a camera on camera zoomer but they require it so yeah if you follow me on my stories you're probably like why is she wearing her uniform or why does she have to wear a uniform that's why um but yeah it's it's been a great week i've been reeling with the feedback like I said um on the podcast but that's just on a personal note in other news though I had to say goodbye to a long near and dear friend and sometimes you know that's what you got to do toxic relationships aren't the best and I want to talk about that in the Neek Rewind so let's jump into that 
Okay, <laughs> rolling into this section was super dramatic, but I really feel like it is dramatic. <laughs> this feels like a major breakup. I only thing that brought any light to the day was me getting the bonus babies and <laughs> that brightened my week. But man, I had a serious breakup with my homegirl, my good sis, one of my besties, one of my ride or dies since way back in the day. Um, and I'm talking about Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks let me down. Oh my gosh, I cannot get over it. Like, how? Man. So let me just give you the recap on what happened with Starbucks this week. Starbucks tried it and they let their employees know that they would not be supporting, they would not be allowing its members, its employees to wear any apparel or paraphernalia or memorabilia in line with the Black Lives Matter movement that has any commentary or any outward protest against um, police brutality and the militarization of our police force and the injustices going on in in the Black community where many of their Starbucks have moved in to gentrify neighborhoods. Let's not, ooh, I'm getting I'm getting riled up. But <laughs> no, uh, they made that comment internally, but it leaked to the media. So that put a light on it. And a lot of people were upset about it, myself included. And look, I've been a gold card member of Starbucks since 2011. And that card is in the trash. And I didn't think twice about it. The only thing that I haven't done is thrown out my Starbucks mugs and cups because I have a few but I already talked to my husband Reggie who's an artist and about it and um you guys can check him out at regtrippyvisuals.com um I made his website but yeah I already talked to him about it and we're gonna be taking the opportunity to take those mugs and we're gonna have little art projects with the kids this weekend or not this weekend this summer we're gonna paint all of the Starbucks mugs in this house we're going to redesign them and we're going to put some red trippy visuals vibes on all of them. So, yeah, I, I'm really serious about it. I deleted the app and I even called their customer service and made sure that they transferred my balance to the Black Lives Matter Lives Matter movement. Um, you can do the same if you would like. Um, you just might have to talk to a couple of people. But I did get after the third person, they honored my request and they gave me a receipt. So it's it's doable. Don't give up. Um, and I just think it's the principle. Like, you need to understand that it's not just, oh, okay, no, I'm serious. Like, you're not, I'm not doing this no more. And I know a lot of people, I've seen some people talking about like, oh, y'all are ridiculous. You know, you're, it's a company. You shouldn't expect for them to make a public statement or to support us. And even though they tried to backpedal, I feel like, you know, by they backpedaled by releasing shirts that have like Black Lives Matter messages all over it for their employees to wear. But also I believe they're for purchase and it just feels nasty. Like you're trying to profit off of the movement like a lot of organizations and and businesses are, which is also disgusting. It goes from being disgusted because you're not doing the right thing to you're disingenuous about it. Like, dude, that's not the right right route either. Maybe you should put your money where your mouth is. Put some money up with some of these organizations that are trying to make change in the communities that your business is a part of. And, you know, that seems a little bit more like you might mean what you're trying to say. Um, But that's just my two cents. I would love to hear yours. 
um, give me some feedback. Hit me up on Instagram. Danica explains it all. DM me. I love talking about this type of stuff, especially because that's what I went to school for. I went to school for criminology. I ended up in marketing, but um, in writing has always been my jam. But criminology is my wave. I actually used to work at the public defender's office before I joined the Navy as an investigator. So I would love to hear what you guys have to think, have to say about it. Um some people, like I said, are saying it's ridiculous for people to expect that of businesses to have a stance and to support us. But I say, I don't think it is at all. I'm giving you my money. I want to know what you, I want to know that you're involved in our community too. You have that civic duty as well, just like every citizen does. Um, every c- citizen has the civic duty to go vote to be to do jury duty like all of that and you we're all in the same society we're all one collective why would I not hold you to a certain standard if I'm giving you my money like you could do whatever you want to do but wherever my dollar is going I feel like I have my thoughts and my beliefs and yeah there's nothing wrong with that Now, I'm not going to shame you if you want to go to Chick-fil-A or Starbucks or anything like that. But I'm just saying my dollar won't be going to them. My dollar will be going to Black and Bold at Target. I'll be brewing with their coffee from home. And America runs on Dunkin' or shop local, you know. So that's just my two cents. Would love to hear yours. Hit me up on the DMs. But yeah, speaking of the DMs, let's just roll into it. Because I don't know, I'm really nervous about this portion because it's something that I have not really spoken publicly about, but I think it's time. And uh, why not? You know, I was scared to launch something last week and it felt great to get it off my chest. So let's roll into the DMs, the Q&A section. Um, This week, like I told you guys, I got the bonus babies. We went and picked them up. halfway to Virginia where they live during the school year and we picked them up and with that I was posting some of my stories and my homegirl she's actually in a relationship with a man who has kids and she asked me like oh my god you know what is that like is it hard you know what's it like with their bio mom um and yeah that's where we're gonna jump into like what's it like to be a bonus mom And what can I do to be a good bonus mom? And what are any tips that you have moving into that situation when you're trying to blend a family? What did you do? What was your best practices? So let's get into that. Okay, so I am like... Lohi freaking out talking about this because this is part of the reason why I haven't created content in so long. I just felt like it's been an adjustment period. I needed an adjustment period for everything that was going on in my life, all of the transitions that were taking place, and to get clear on how I felt on everything. Like I went from my blog content being and my my Danica explains it all content being about you know, what I could relate to, which was being a single woman, being out here living in these San Diego streets. And 
my life changed so dramatically that I had to like figure out which side was up and what is going on. I became literally a mom overnight. Um, And I know that might be controversial to some people. Like you're not a mom. You didn't have any children, but I do have children. And that has been the number one thing to be able to stand in that and say that and not back down off of it um, has been years in the making, literally. Um, And I think that it's important for me to talk about that first before I answer this question. Number one, um, the major thing I want to say is that before I met my now husband, I never wanted kids. Like I did not want to have children. Um, Mostly because I was afraid of having, like getting pregnant and having childbirth and doing all of that. Like that scares the crap out of me. So it has been the greatest blessing beyond my husband, you know, like to love and be loved by these two amazing kids. Like it has filled me up in ways that I didn't even know I had voids. And it has been the most rewarding thing that I've ever experienced is open my heart to wanting to have an ours baby at some point, not today. <laughs> I get asked all the time because we just got married. If I'm pregnant, if I'm trying to get pregnant, when I'm trying to get pregnant, we're not doing any of that at this point. And I, I appreciate those who, who don't ask me those type of questions because I don't need any more societal pressures and all of that. But But also it feels really good to know that if we decided that we're done having kids, that's okay. Like we got two perfect, amazing kids and I love them so much. And you know what? They love me too. And I, and it, and I can feel it. Um, and our family looks different than some people's families. I feel like blended families are normal, more and more normal every day. Um, I come from a blended family. Um, but yeah, so I want to say that first that, listen, it takes a special type of person to be a step parent and kudos to you for even considering stepping into that role. And I encourage you to move forward, um, the person that asked me the question and to do it, but I'm glad that you're doing your due diligence and, um, trying to find out like how to navigate those waters, because I definitely wish that I had more people to, be honest with me about the highs and the lows. I feel like sometimes people are so hell-bent on saying like, my relationship is for like A1. It's nothing's wrong with it. We're great. We have all the sex and we're always like humping like rabbits all the time. And our kids are perfect. I love being a step parent and it's amazing. And there's no downside to it. And they're just shooting rainbows out of their behind. I'm working on not cursing. Um, But... And that's just not true, man. Like there are struggles, there's real struggles and people could benefit from hearing those things and just being able to know that, oh shoot, it doesn't look like a picture perfect picture all the time. That's okay. And you're going to make it anyway. It's like that, there's power in that. And there is such a thing as toxic positivity. So that's just, yeah. Um, So yeah, to answer the question, I have a few bullets this time. I want to stay on on message. <laughs> um, and that there's six. So the number one thing as you are entering a blended family as a bonus parent um, is to 
at the end of the day, all that really matters is that the kids are the top priority to all prior to all people involved, all adults involved. And that is exactly the case in our home. Um, sometimes that will mean that some of us are, are uncomfortable for the sake of the kids. And yeah, that's just what we signed up for. We're the adults, you know, like the kids didn't ask to be brought into this world and and we're not going to make it any harder on them. <laughs> like the world is going to make it hard enough. So we're not here to do that. We're here to love them. We're here to comfort them. We're here to protect them. We're here to build them up. And any um, descent in the ranks or whatever is just not advantageous to the kids. So that's number one. You got to put the kids first. That's the top priority. And when I say first, I mean like first your marriage first, you know, first your self-love, first your marriage, like your first your self-love, your marriage so that you can pour into the kids. So if you feel yourself feeling resentment or you feel yourself being stressed out and your patience is running thin with the kids, like that means you need some you time. That means you need some stepmommy time. And for instance, the kids just got here Friday and... I'm upstairs in our walk-in closet with my podcast because this is what fulfills me. And I could be downstairs right now, but I need to do this for myself because there's been times where, you know, I haven't. Um, So by putting the kids first, you're also putting yourself first. You're also putting your marriage first because in the end of the day, the kids benefit from your happiness. That's just something that has helped me. Number two do you period like just do you um ideally you'll be in a situation where you are co-parenting greatly like hell it's a healthy situation and by co-parenting i mean all three of you guys are coming to the table because at the end of the day you are a parent too and i think that that's important to to stand in your truth and you raise the kids just as much as everybody else that's sitting at the table it takes a village And, you know, and if that person, if the other couple or the other bio parent is in a relationship, their person should be at the table, too, because they are impacting the children, the kids lives. Um, I know in our case, um, Reggie's parents have a huge role in our kids life. And that would that's their village. Um, And also by do you, I mean, if you're not able to get to a good place to co-parent then consider parallel parenting parallel parenting is what happens in your house as long as it's not as in detriment to the kids happens in your house but also that respect goes both ways and um that is fine too the kids know that they are loved and that doesn't mean being petty like when you see the other parent or like it being dramatic like you guys should be cordial but look do you you have to do you um You can't be in all these different houses at the same time worried about the next person. That's just that's just life. That's just mind your business. You know, Um, number three, allow your partner to support you and communicate your needs. That one is huge for me because as a stepmommy, bonus mommy, I feel like often or I have felt like often that I'm doing all the work, like the mommy work without the appreciation. And for me, 
knowing myself, I know that my number one love language is words of affirmation. So I, and I don't think that there's anything to be ashamed of with that. What you need is what you need. What fulfills you is what fulfills you. And some people will say, you shouldn't do things because you need validation. And they'll try to shame you um, into like, you shouldn't do things to hear thank you. Well, I don't do things to hear thank you. However, I'm going to be demotivated if I feel like all of my hard work is going unnoticed. And that is something that I've had to communicate to, number one, my partner. It's something that used to bother me, like not hearing that, not for people to not put respect on the things that I do outside of my marriage. But then I just had to come to terms with that and understand that I don't care about that. At the end of the day, all I care about is what goes on in my nuclear family and my nuclear home. And it would be nice if it went outside of that. But at the end of the day, like, that shouldn't matter, right? Um, number four is to be open. This one is major, major, major key because all of these things that I've, ri- that I've listed before this were like, be on guard, defense is up, but be open though. Like, if the door comes or the chance comes along and all parties want to come to the table you should be open to that like that at the end of the day is what like it goes back to rule number one that the kid is the top the kids are the top priority so ideally everyone's gonna play nice and if the opportunity comes for people to play nice be open to receiving that no matter what happened before then that doesn't mean you got to be best friends with everybody involved but that just means that you're willing to to be an adult you're an adult and there's kids involved so just be open man like that is major and also if you're in it for the long run if you're marrying this person and in my case I am you have all of the rest of your life to figure it out. Um, don't be in a rush to be super stepmommy overnight. I know that for me, I'm very type A. I'm a Virgo. I'm a hyper planner. I'm going to read all the books. I'm going to do all the things. I even found a podcast on this that I recommend you listen to. It's called Radical Stepmoms. And it has traumatic, like tremendously like positively impacted me like man somebody else gets it so that's what I hope to to do today too when I'm speaking on this but yeah um just like I said be open and I was just saying um that if you're super type a and you want things overnight and you want to be like everyone's a happy family overnight I know that I jumped into my relationship like that but it didn't really like go that way but guess what? I'm about to be married to this man for the rest of my life. And he's about to be married to me for the rest of his life. I'm going to be in the kid's life forever. We got time. We'll figure it out. Like, we'll get the right rhythm. And I'm just hopeful. And I have faith that that's going to happen. And I have faith because I'm open to it happening. Um, number five is, and this is where I was talking about type A a little bit. And just being like, having your expectations like through the roof. Um number five is to take it easy on yourself and whenever you can be a blessing be a blessing because take it easy on yourself but understand that it's not easy for anyone involved it's not easy on the kids it's not easy on you and your husband or your wife it's not easy on the bio parent 
it's not easy on nobody. Like nobody went and made a child and said, oh yeah, I want it to go like this. You know, um, I know my husband a lot of times kind of will, you know, kind of like almost like apologize. Like, dang, like I'm, I'm sorry that this is like, it's not like super, I don't want to like paint the picture that it's like this super volatile, toxic, dramatic situation, but it's, it's not easy. Like that's, that's just the fact of the matter. It's not easy. So everyone is like dealing with their own crap, man. And take it easy on yourself too. If all of your effort isn't resulting in that changing, you know, but if you can be a blessing to anyone involved, then do that. That's, do that like just you can make it easier on bio parent do that I know that when I first started dating my husband um me and his ex we know each other like we're not best friends but we're all we knew each other before we were mutual we knew each other from where we grew up um and look man I knew kids were involved from the beginning I reached out to her we were like friends on social and we would used to like like each other's pictures and all that stuff and I let her know before anyone knew like on social media or anyone outside of my um immediate friend circle like hey I'm dating your ex and I talked to my husband my then boyfriend before I did that but I just didn't want it to be like if you feel away like you're liking my pictures like I don't want it to be weird and you be kikiing it up with me and not knowing what's going on like that communication door I didn't have to do that but that's just something that I mean like if you can take the extra step to consider someone else's feelings like then then do that um and then the final um <laughs> little tip or cheat code is look it is what it is okay like and that's something that I really need to to really my dad has been saying that for as long as I remember and I'm such a doer I'm so solutions oriented that it just ooh, what like I just want to fix it but look man it is what it is <laughs> and have faith man like you gotta have faith that it's gonna work out you're gonna be all right and when you do everything that you can do and you can't do no more all you gotta do all you can do is focus on the kids if the relationship isn't working out between the adults kids shouldn't have to worry about adult problems and look it just is what it is just worry about your relationship with the children if that is aj squared away look at god because that's not always the case and if it's not aj squared away if it's not going well then that do what you can and give yourself some grace um and the same grace that you give yourself give it to everyone involved um that i hope i went over everything and and that it was helpful to somebody because i know i could use i could have used um someone to lean on during you know the spinning up into the overnight motherhood like literally reggie and i were dating october 11 2017 november december i met the kids and then we were living together by spring break like we were like we were we were engaged by eight months into the relationship we were married you know like we just made it happen but that's because um we had support um and that is the main that is another thing that I want to say too if you have a a people a group of people that support you 
please keep them around. Like, if y'all get into, like, some stupid little spat about nothing, but they were there when you were trying to build up your family and supported you, like, they they deserve the effort to keep them around. Like, um, I don't know. Some people that I can name off the top is, like, Reggie's parents from the beginning. They never let it be lost on me. Like, look, you're their mom now. Like, they literally said that to me. Like, you're their mom now. Are you ready to be a mom? Like, I think that's, like, the first thing Reggie's mom said to me. Like, the first thing when I met her, like, you about to be a mom. (laughs) So I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. (laughs) But I'm glad that she did that. I'm glad that she said that to me because, um, yeah, it's heavy. It's heavy from being a single woman with a cat and just living your life in hot girl summer about it to... I have people that look up to me now and believe it when I say it, they do. So um, just to recap, number one, you want to make sure that you put the kids as your top priority. Two, do you. Three, allow your partner to support you and communicate your needs. Four, be open. Five, take it easy on yourself. Be a blessing to it the people involved every chance you can and six it is what it is you're gonna be all right you're gonna make it through and it is gonna be so worth it okay it's gonna be you're gonna have so many great moments with your bonus babies it's gonna be it's gonna make it like wow I did not know that God was gonna call me to do this but he did and I know that he didn't put me in this role for no reason, like I was, I was here for a reason. Like I literally, like I told you before I met Reggie, I had zero faith and hope to have children. And God gave me two kids and told me, you can do this. And here is the proof. Like God don't make no mistakes. And if you're with this person and this man, the person that DMs me about this, um, and you think he's the one, that's, that's the one. I know I knew from day one. So that's it for my DMs portion. And I hope that y'all can feel me on it. If not, I understand. Let me know. Like, hit me up. DM me if this was helpful to you. I hope that it was. Let me know. And if you have some points that you want to jump in and say, let me know that too. But you can follow me on Instagram. Danika explains it all. Um, Twitter is Danika explains. My website is DanikaExplainsItAll.com. And yeah, check me out. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and let's meet back again. Same time, same place next week. Thanks for listening.